Hey guys, I'm Esther, owner of Sarah Design. And I'm Jen, owner of Hello June Creative. Welcome to Better, the brand designer podcast. We're all about broadcasting conversations that support our design community and covering industry secrets and offering actionable advice. Just remember, the only designer you need to be better than is the one you were yesterday. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Better the Brand Designer podcast. Me and Esther are just hanging out. We just chatted for like, what, like 40 minutes before hitting record. (laughs) I'm like, oh, we should just record. Let's start recording now. But wait, there's a couple of other things I want to tell. So I'm like, I'm glad that we're actually recording now because you guys need to be in on this little loop. We just share all of like not just dirty deeds, sometimes dirty deeds, but also like just kind of updates on our life because we always say this, we don't get to talk that often. So I know, I'm glad that I know. We're here. Yeah, I know. Like we, we go back and forth, we do Voxer, but like both of us, I feel like are in just extremely busy seasons of our businesses right now, which is and lives. positive and lives. Yeah. Like it's a positive for you guys because it's just nice to hear like what other active and I don't know, I'm, successful, I guess, baby, like design studios are actually doing in the day to day. Like I've actually been taking just really crappy photos of my computer screen while I've been working and then like dumping them in my close friends stories at the end of the day. And like, I honestly wish like more people did that. Cause I'm like, I'm honestly just curious, like what everyone does all day. Like what do you guys do? You know? So this is, this episode is going to be about that. Okay. I'll start doing that for you, Jen. Please do it. (laughs) I love it. I need to take more content photos anyways. So that's a good idea. But it's hard when you have like, we've got a lot going on. I mean, we just, I just got off of travel. I know I was talking about that in the last episode. You just moved and there's just, there's so many things that happen in our day-to-day lives that like our businesses are, they are a main priority for us, but so is living and being. I know. Um, So there's a lot that goes on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was actually just thinking about that yesterday. I'm thinking about like uh, topics for my newsletter, which is called Diary of a Creative, if you guys are curious about just like musings from my mind, motherhood, business, productivity. You guys can sign up for that newsletter. It goes out every other Friday um, on my website. But I was like, I need... like I thought of this topic and I was like, learning how to be busy. Like Mm. how to be busy. Like I don't know how to be busy. Like I've been busy my whole life, but like, I don't feel like I've ever learned how to do that in a way that like, I feel like is optimal. Like I'm always trying to optimize everything. And yes, like I do have the spaciousness. I have the like, quote unquote, work-life balance, the harmony, the like reduce our work week, the Fridays off, but like internally, like how do I, how have I learned to be, to be busy and to be okay. And to like, compartmentalize. Cause like, I feel like my mind is just always thinking like, what's next, what's next. And like, you know, moving out here has really helped me just realize how much, I don't know, just how much bigger the world is than just like the little bubble and the routine that you get in when you're just in a certain place for a long time. Um, like I went to the beach yesterday. I moved to Jacksonville Beach, everybody, by the way. For those of you who are curious, I was in Orlando, moved to Jacksonville Beach. We're about an hour and a half away from our home build. We wanted to be a little bit closer to it and just have a little bit more space. Got a little apartment out here. We're like two minutes away from the beach. We've got like a nice pool. But I went to the beach with Ryder and I was just like, I can't really take my phone out because it'll get all sandy. And like a two-year-old in the sand is just like a sand monster. So that wasn't happening. I just like stood with my feet in the ocean. I just like looked out 
at the waves crashing. It was kind of like a cloudy day. Like it wasn't that great of a beach day. It was a little chilly. And I just felt like this sense of peace and like clarity Mm. in the like some beautiful simplicity of the ocean. It's just water and sky. And I was like, that's beautiful. I need more of this in my everyday life, you know? Like, I mean, I love the ocean, so. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's interesting you say that too, because over the weekend I went to Lake Michigan. (laughs) Oh. not the same. So, Um, no, it's a beach. beach. The Chicago ocean, because it feels like an ocean. (laughs) And I felt like I did the same. I'm like, oh, this is actually so nice to just rest and see water. It's not Mm -hmm. the same as the beach. I know it's not, but that's my version of the ocean. Yeah, but you, you're talking about like being busy and learning to be busy. And that's something that I'm actually, I've been reflecting on over the last little while, especially towards the end of this quarter. This quarter has been so busy for me, probably arguably my busiest quarter in my business, like since I started, if not the second busiest quarter, but I'm learning to, like you said, compartmentalize, like actually working and then shutting off once I'm done working, not working late. I have historically worked super late. Jen knows this. I've sent her stuff Mm -hmm. at like 3 a.m., but I'm trying (laughs) in the last, like I would say the last month or so at 6 p.m., shut off fully. Like I need to go cook. I need to go spend time with my partner, my dog. I need to go for a walk. I need to go to the gym. Like doing something that's not sitting at my computer because as entrepreneurs, we get so invested in our businesses because they are our babies, put so much energy into them and we want to see them grow. But I found that slowing down helps me actually use the time that I have for my business more wisely. And so I can be really into what I'm doing during the day and then I can be really into my life afterwards. And I think that's helped me manage the busyness a little bit because it has been so busy. I have been working on a lot and it's good. And I'm so excited to share everything that I've been doing. But I'm just like, I want to live life. And and people like to say that you can't do that as a business owner, but you can. You just have to be, you have to learn how to be busy well. Yeah. I'm totally going to take some of your uh, your advice, you know, and I write out my newsletter. It's not really going to be like a, this is how I am busy. It's like, here's what I'm struggling with and what I'm working on everything like that. Like, just like this podcast is. So thank you for sharing that. I mean, like, I think like I actually had to pull a late night last night, which like I rarely do. As you know, I hate working at night. I just don't feel creative. I feel drained from the days, just intensity, I guess. Um, but it was actually kind of nice, like low key. Like there was no calls. There was no, no one else was awake yeah, in my house. It nice. Like it was really nice. And like, I think doing that every so often, like I want to be okay. Like I feel like part of learning to be busy is like being okay with like breaking your own rules, but just understanding that like it's not the norm, you know? Like yeah. rarely do I do that, but like especially with the move and like we don't have childcare right now. So we're kind of like, balancing that between the two of us. The preschool application process is a nightmare. I can't believe you you guys. Dumb. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, we've spent a lot on application fees alone for places that don't have any availability just to get on the wait list. So that's fun. But like, I don't know. I think I, I want to start like letting go of some of this like guilt that I have about like yeah. 
my hours like not looking the same every day. It's like, wait, that's literally the reason why I have this business. Yesterday, I went to the beach at 2 p.m. on a Monday with my toddler. Even though I had so much other stuff to get done, I was like, I'm putting this first and I am like literally living out my values, even though I don't feel like it right now. Like, and that's like so sad to say that, like, in the moment, I was like, given the choice, if I had a choice, like, I really need to get more work done. But I was like, so glad that I went because I had that moment of clarity in the ocean. Like I was telling you guys about earlier and Ryder had a blast and he was talking about it. When we got home, he was like, mommy sand, mommy water, like telling Dylan all about it. And it was just like, wow, like the decision that I made to step away like created this opportunity for like this memory for him. And like, how powerful Mm -hmm. is that? Anyways, I'm feeling introspective today, guys. Can you tell? (laughs) I love that. A little side note, my dog is in my room recording and he just climbed up on the window and he's never done that before. He's a cat. That was fun. He is a cat. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But yeah, the move has gone really well. I was telling Esther before we're getting our our pod that has all of our furniture in it and stuff. We didn't really have a ton of stuff where we were living before. So that's going to be kind of like the big moment for us. But it's just a short-term lease. Our home, hopefully, build will be done, you know, by the time our lease is up, which is in October. So we're, you know, we actually, we have a dirt pad. The foundation is hopefully going in this week. Our contact is sending us pictures of the property and everything. And like, it's just kind of like becoming pretty real. So that's been fun to like kind of see that we'll be closer so that we can go up there and visit the site and you know, everything. Yeah, like I'm that. so excited for you. And I'm also just excited because I know you've been craving an office space, like a space that's your own to just like actually work and decompress and just have time alone with your partner and with your son. And I think it's just like nice for you to get that time. And mm-hmm. And there's no shame in that, like having your own space. Like I think we all need our own little bit of a space to rest and like be really creative too. I know whenever I'm around a lot of people, I can't always feel like the creative energy within me. I need the space away. And I think that kind of comes in with our half uh, introvert, half extrovert personalities because you and I are similar in that where we love Mm -hmm. people, but we also like kind of hate people sometimes and yeah. need our time away. So can mm-hmm. you talk a little bit about the creativity that you found since moving? Yeah, for sure. I feel like, I mean, there's just something about like, I mean, it was, we were living with Dylan's parents, which was fantastic. I have so much I just gratitude for that season of our lives, for our son to be able to wake up every day and be with his grandparents and form that like strong bond that they have. I just love that getting to make a space feel like it's yours and not that you're inhabiting a space that's not your own. Even like renting, that's hard too because you can't fully do everything. You can't change it how you want to. But to have like the freedom and flexibility to do what you want, where you want, when you want is really, really powerful. And I think it's really needed in... I mean, in our line of work, especially because you need to have the freedom to play. Yeah. And interior design, I think, is something that I would probably be doing in another life if I wasn't a graphic designer. Like, you know, I I just love the process of going and selecting and curating and the intentionality and like finding hidden gems and thrift items and everything like that. So yeah, I think we're on the same page. 
Well, we had an outline that was prepared and a nice title and a topic written by Esther, but we just haven't talked in a little bit and like so much has changed and it's also the end of Q1. So I was messaging Esther last night. I was like, what if we just did like a chatty like catch up and like Q1 review of our businesses? Because honestly, that's like what I want to know. I just want to know like how everything has been going for Sarah. I've been seeing it, you know, in parts here and there through social media, but like, let's pull back the curtain on like what both of our Q1 was like and, you know, just kind of chit chat and we'll share with you guys just some of the ups, some of the downs um, and what we're looking forward to next quarter. There is a lot, but I'm really excited. I, I spent some time last week doing my quarter one reflection. So I have like my journal of full of notes of what I was thinking. And I remember talking on the podcast early in this quarter and I was like, Sarah Design is growing like crazy. Like there's so much going on. There's so much work. And that was so true this quarter. And it was both good and bad. I mean, I wouldn't say necessarily good and bad maybe, but just like high and low. There's a lot of like feelings that came up during the quarter positive feelings, like exciting new things, but also definitely some challenges. So I would say overall for quarter one, Sarah Design did grow a lot. I worked with my two biggest projects ever, my two biggest clients, and I was busy. Like I've never been more busy, I think. Like now that I'm actually thinking about it, this definitely had to have been my busiest quarter. And it's crazy because I literally worked on two clients. For the entirety of three months, I was working on two clients. And they paid accordingly. (laughs) And they paid accordingly. They did. Uh, It was also my (laughs) highest revenue for any quarter in my business. So that's pretty wild to think about as well. I did have like some tiny little things that I was like finishing up for clients, like officially launching a website and updating photos in a site, but that's like very minuscule. Like does I feel like it doesn't count because the majority of my time I was focused on these two clients. And that was really eye-opening for me to be able to work on projects, only two projects at a time and getting to outsource and bring team members in for those projects. And also just like Having the time to breathe. I talk about this a lot with my clients now. Any t- any inquiry that I have, I'm like, I really value giving you the attention that you deserve. So I love only working with a select amount of clients because if I'm working on two people, I don't have to like think about 10 different things all at one time. I think about you two. And then I think about Sarah Design because Sarah Design, I've realized, is my own client as well. So I guess I could say I've been working on three clients this quarter. But... I am so grateful for all of that opportunity that I got. I think I have been manifesting this a lot of just getting to invest time into my clients and work on clients that are giving back to the community. And that is something I'm so excited about. I feel like I've been able to lean more into the mission that I set out for Sarah Design this quarter. And there's a lot of fear that came up with that, thinking like, oh, nobody's inquiring for me. But I'm like, do I need time? Like, I don't need anybody to inquire right now because I have the biggest project that I've ever worked on and it's completely aligned to Sarah. So, and I'm still working on it through May or June. So I'm like, I don't need, I don't need to like be beating myself up about it. And I feel like also 
I was going to say like your, your clients, like you're also getting new work, like internally from those clients, you know, like yes. I feel like you're booking new projects, but it's just these companies are just on the larger side and they have more, like you're proving yourself to them and they're just trusting you with more and more. And so like, you're able to go so much deeper with them and like have like a wider, more like holistic creative direction, you know, like art direction for their companies. It's, it is, it's cool. So like, you know, uh, technical inquiries, it's like, it doesn't matter if these companies are throwing yes. money at you, which is what they're that is so currently true. doing. <laughs> Both of those two clients had originally booked for, they had originally been the highest paying clients and then they upped themselves because in the last couple of weeks, two or three weeks, they've asked to add on for more larger projects too. So yes, you're right. It's, it's cool to see that continue coming. Um, and to just foster relationships. That's what I've been trying to focus on is like building relationships within my community. That's why I've also started the Cultivator newsletter, which I'm sure you guys have seen if you follow me. That's a newsletter for nonprofits, sustainable and ethical business owners. Just giving them tips on marketing strategy and how to speak to your audience and really drive impact. And so that's been my focus is to just build relationships with people who are in my market and not just designers because I have you guys on here. So I don't need to market to you. <laughs> I don't have anything to market to you right now. But yeah, I just, I've been loving this quarter. I've had challenges in terms of, I, even though I'm only working on two clients, still feeling like I'm taking on too much and I'm so busy and just kind of like burning out a little bit and having to like reset. I've been really grateful in the fact that I've been able to travel a little bit and give that time that I need to like rest and not bring my laptop and not have to like worry about work. And so that was really nice. And also one thing that I'm super excited about is by the time this episode launches, my new website will be live. It Woo! went live on April 12th, Wednesday. And I'm so excited about that because my new website is really in line with my strategy of serving mission-led brands and it shares more case studies. And it's just really, it's strategic and thoughtful and it's still interactive and fun. And I'm really excited to share it because it shows off some of the fun things I could do and all the fun work that I've been doing. And it's been down for a while, so I'm just like happy. And if you guys listened to last week's episode with Jose Roa, just a shout out to Jose. He developed my site actually. Um, so I'm super, super excited. You guys go check it out, sarathdesign.com. And yeah, so that's the one thing that like, I mean, there's a million things. I can't say that's the one, but that's something I'm super proud of for this quarter. I have my list of my Q1 goals it said launch the cultivator, so I can check that one off. Relaunch the new Sarath website and strategy. Now I can check that one off. And my last goal was to make 25k and I doubled that. So it's nice to be able to to look at my goals and be like, wow, I actually like did what I wanted to. And I didn't believe any of that was gonna happen, to be honest. I like wrote it down and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna actually like hit any of these goals. And to be able to see that is really cool. You are glowing right now. Like you have this smile oh, that is just so genuine. And I like, needed this. Like I feel like I needed the end of this quarter to like be happy and re-energized because in the midst of it, I feel like I was drowning. Yeah, I know that feeling very well where you're just like, 
you feel like everything's piling up on you and you're like, what have I done? Like, why am I doing this to myself? And why do I continue to do this to myself? So I, I relate, but like, I don't know. I just like, I'm just excited that like more companies are going to be able to benefit from your incredible design expertise. And I don't want this to just turn into like a, you know, a love fest moment, which it totally is. But like, (laughs) I just, I'm obsessed with your work. And like, I just love like how specific your positioning has gotten. Like I literally do not know of a single other brand designer who has the same positioning as you. I know of a lot of other brand designers that have the same positioning as me, not as you though. Like you don't have any competition. Like I just, and I feel like that is paying off. Like (laughs) you don't have to feel like you are competing with all these people because like the types of clients that are coming your way, like I, I mean, maybe this is just because like, I don't really follow a lot of other designers because I'm like, don't follow anyone. And then I'm like, I don't know anyone who does this because I like don't follow anybody. But like, you know, the clients that are coming your way are just so unique and so aligned to your positioning. It's like, it is the very definition of like dressing for the job that you want. You truly, you made the investments. You went through the hard times. You worked on your strategy. Your website, you know, was in the works for multiple different months so that you could make it everything that you wanted it to be. It's kind of like my home build process right now where I'm like, I want to be smart about this. I want exactly the way I want it. And if it's going to take 10 years, which it feels like it is now, it's going to be worth it and it's going to pay off in the end. It needs to take the time. Like, I think if I had three years ago, when I started my business, I wanted everything that I have now. And I could have tried really hard to like make that happen right away, but it wouldn't have paid off well, like you said. And then to your point with the strategy in my new website, I did my strategy with Alejandra McPherson, who we've recorded with before. I did that with her in November. And after I finished strategy, I was like, I'm fully redoing my website. It's going to be live by January. And I was like so determined to do it. And I, it just didn't happen because I needed the time to like let things process and also do it extremely well. Like I wanted to make sure that there were there wasn't going to have to be another website again after this. Like this is it. It's staying like this for a while, you know. What how long is a while? We're going to be recording next year and you'll be like, "I need to do a website." <laughs> I'm the same way. <laughs> My minimum goal is 2 years. That okay, that's really, a good goal. That's you know, a good goal. I think it sounds kind of stupid, but like, because businesses keep them for a long time. But like, <laughs> I've historically changed it every single year mm-hmm. since I started my business because I had Esther Knox Creative and then it turned into Sarah Design. And then I had a Sarah Design part two, didn't I? Or no, this was this is part two. I so think this is part two. This is part yeah. two. I'm I'm ready to stick with it for a minimum two years. I know <laughs> you're my... like I don't want to I don't want to look at you. I don't want to talk to you. Like no, I, I don't just, want to. I just I just sit there and do your job. <laughs> All I want to do is update a new case study every once in a while and there like not do anything else. So I'm really excited about that. I am so excited. So guys, it should be live now. Well, now that you're recording this, it has to go live next Wednesday. It will. It's so. ready. I mean, I'm I <laughs> okay. could pre- okay, cool. I could hit publish today, but. Perfect. I again need to look. Going to be give smart and strategic. I know and <laughs> maximize <laughs> the traffic. Again, and <laughs> half of me wants to just actually hit publish now, but I'm going to wait. Yeah. Well, guys, go give Esther some love on her site. Go check it out. Go DM her with 
what you think, which is going to be that it's amazing. Um, and I'm just, I'm so excited for you. I mean, I can't remember the last time I adjusted my website. My website is intentionally like extremely simple. And like, I was actually talking with some of my mini mind students and we we're talking about like what makes a good services page. We have a great episode all about services pages. Um, with Kelsey McCormick from Coming Up Roses that is in at the end of last season. So go back and listen to that one. My services page is super bare bones. And I actually don't necessarily recommend that for designers who are just starting out because like, I feel like a lot of my leads are coming to me seeing the depth of my experience and seeing my portfolio and my Instagram and having talked to past clients, referrals, whatever. And like the services page is less of like a deciding factor as to whether or not they're going to inquire with me. I'm sure like a lot of people don't even look at it. Maybe they do. I don't know. Whatever it is, it's working. Sometimes it is nice to have a little bit more robust information. So, you know, I always look at my website and I think, wow, this could be better. Like I feel like there's not enough things on there. Like I need to put more portfolio work. I just, you know, I've been working on a bunch of projects and they get finished and then I just move on to the next thing. And like, I just, I know I need it's to really hard. put them on there. It's, it's, it's so hard, hard to take the time <laughs> because it takes so much time and it takes brain power. Like yeah. even as I was creating my case studies for my new site, I only did six. I did six of like my best projects. And I like that. It's a good oh number. my gosh. It was so exhausting. Like yeah, the there's case a whole takes so long. <laughs> like I think I did one case study. It took me like six hours. Yeah, because there's a lot because, of copy. Yeah, you want to like be thoughtful. You want to give it the attention it deserves and like share everything because you want people to understand the process and you want them to understand the strategy and like why you did certain things. And then also creating mock-ups. Like I had some of these on my site before, but I was like, we need some new mock-ups on here. So it takes a long time to create those too. It just takes a lot of time. But once you do it, it's, it's good. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about you? How was your quarter one? Quarter one was pretty insane, to be honest, Um, especially with this like abrupt move. Like we literally were not planning on moving until our house was done. And then we took a spring break vacation in Jack's Beach. And we're like, what if we got an apartment? And then we toured apartments and then literally signed the week after that and then moved the week after that. So that's wild. (laughs) When you told me that you were moving, I was like, what? (laughs) It's something to like be celebrated though too because of just how flexible this job like allows me to be is like I want to spend the summer at the beach let's do it you know what I mean like I was able to just like pick right back up on Monday and yeah like I did have to pull a late night last night and like I'm having to be a little bit creative with my working hours just because our schedule is kind of like all over the place but I feel like that move kind of like earmarked the end of what was a pretty intense quarter for me um I feel like the theme of this quarter was just like, instead of like sowing the seeds, like reaping the harvest, you know? And like, there have been so many time periods in my business where it has not been harvest season. Like it has been barren winter, sowing seeds that I'm not even sure are gonna take root, like intense lack of clarity, like difficult decision-making, where do I invest? Do I invest? Making investments and then working through content and showing up for those investments, like coaching, mentoring, all that type of stuff. Launching my program at the end of last year. And it's like, 
okay, now I feel like things are working in the way that I want them to. And that just feels so good. And it feels so good to be finally saying that. Um, You know, it's year five in my episode that I recorded about finances and how much it costs to run a design studio, which you guys love. Thank you so much for all the love on that episode. It was really fun to record, talk about something a little bit different. Like I was saying like this year, like I want to trust myself. Like I want to just like, just harvest the, like all of these, like, I feel like I've had the most, like the highest amount of new inquiries finding me organically through social media that I ever have. My top lead source changed from referrals to Instagram after investing with my engagement specialist. And that has been transformational in just connecting with new people and forming genuine relationships based on like just friendship and like positivity, which just feels like the most natural like marketing strategy for me. Like Instagram has been going well. I have support there. Lauren's been fantastic. She handles all of my content for me. It just, I feel like the business that had had some creaky parts and like some broken places and places that needed attention has been fixed up and is now running like a well-oiled machine. And that like feels so good not just because of what I'm benefiting right now, like financially, I'm having probably my best months that I ever have, but also with the knowledge of all of the dark and challenging and difficult times, not dark, I mean, like I'm Mm -hmm. I'm being dramatic, but like all of the hard times that I did have to go through where things weren't working, it just makes it all the sweeter when things do work. And I know that this is not the last time or, you know, this is not the only time, it's not going to be like this forever. Like I'm sure in the future, I will enter another season where leads are slow or revenues down or whatever. But like, I just feel so empowered and confident that like all of the things and the decisions that I made that I wasn't sure if they were the right ones are paying off. And it just makes me trust myself more and be even more confident. So I'm like, bring it on, honestly, like a slow season. Like, I don't want to bring that, speak this into existence, but like, I could weather the storm and be completely fine right now. Well, I think through every season, like the hard seasons, you learn so much about yourself and, and at the end of it, like it's so hard in the moment, but you learn so much and you gain so much afterwards. You're like, okay, I can do that again. It's like, I was, I was doing a yoga video the other day from YouTube and the guy was saying like, we hold these and they're really hard. But then once you're done, you know that you've been able to do something really hard and your body remembers too. Yeah. Like your mind remembers too. Like I, I feel like my soul like is up leveled in some way. I'm so dramatic. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, but I think about that too with like even even speaking like boundaries to clients. Like that's something that I've had to deal with a lot this quarter is like speaking my boundaries, saying them out loud. And the next time you do it, your body is like, oh, I've already done that. Like, it's okay. I can do it again. And, and you're able to like move forward and be so much stronger because you've like had hard conversations and you've done hard things and you've, maybe you haven't gotten an inquiry for a long time, but then, you know, once they do come in, you're like so grateful for them too. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like it just, it feels good just keep things simple. It just feels good right now. And I'm, I was just telling Dylan this morning, like, man, I am obsessed with every single project I'm working on right now. Like, you know, sometimes Ugh. you have a couple of projects where you're like, yeah, I kind of want to get this over with. I don't feel bills. like that about any. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you're going to pay my rent. <laughs> but like, 
I am obsessed with every single client that I am working with. I just want, can I just share with you guys about a couple of the industries that I'm working on right now? I feel like I'm just like so obsessed. So of course I'm working with three different interior designers right now. I was going to say, I was going to say that I knew it. (laughs) I know. Surprise, surprise. I'm so, I'm so like, new and unique and different and interesting. But I'm launching an interior designer site. Um, so we're basically like done with her project. I'm just waiting on like some blog posts from her. So that's not really active. Um, I am working on another semi-custom interior design site. I have one on hold because my client actually has dropped off the base of the planet. I don't know where she went, but hopefully she comes back. One of my clients <laughs> is like that right now. And I'm kind of worried actually. It's like, it's my favorite client ever. And she hasn't responded to me in two weeks. And I'm like, I know you were traveling, but like, are you okay after? I know. Like, I I know that she has a lot going on in like her personal life too. So I'm like, of course, giving her grace. And I want to make sure she's okay, honestly. Like, I'm just worried. So I might, I sent her another email this morning and I might just like DM her and be like, hey, like, are you okay? I miss you. Like, <laughs> not even like self-serving for the project, just to like make sure she's okay. But so those, but but then, guys, I'm working with a florist, which is so exciting. I am so excited for that project. I am going to send you, after we get off the recording, the concept presentation that just got approved. I am literally Please like do. psyched. I think it's some of my best work. I'm just really proud of myself. I'm working with a... Um, She's basically like a family and like mom lifestyle brand, not necessarily influencer or content creation, but she does like product recommendations, affiliate sales, travel t- tips, mom hacks, like all that type of stuff. So we're going to be doing a custom Webflow website for her. Um, and I'm going to be working um, with Jen from Genuine Creative on that. I'm really excited. And it's just like fun and like funky and like childhood joyful, but elevated. So like oh, that's love the vibe that. for that one. Just some great fonts that I get to play with that I don't usually get to use. Yeah. Like I think those two are like the ones that I'm just like so psyched. Oh, and then I just signed on a, I'm like, so I love my clients. I'm so excited. An elevated like pet care brand. Like think people who come to your home and like stay with your dog and like do your dog's routine for you like while you're on vacation. That's so bougie. I, it is so bougie. Someday I'm I'm going to actually (laughs) do that for Cypress because we've, we when we traveled, we sent him to like an overnight boarding camp. Sounds like really not fun, but actually it's really cute in there. But I'm like, I feel bad for him. I want him to be like in his home. So that would be awesome. But they're probably like so expensive. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's pretty pricey, but like they are targeting like a certain type of clientele. Like, you know, they're actually local too, which is crazy. I don't think they knew that I was moving to Jack's Beach, but just, you know, beachy vibes, but also like make it elevated pets. So I'm I'm so 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 excited. Yeah, just like fun to like work on some other th- other things. Oh, I, I worked with a fine artist. I just had another conversation with a fine artist today who wants to do something similar. Yeah, just like fun, colorful, just like the and the nicest people, guys. Like, I feel like there were so many client stories that I've had where it just wasn't a good fit. There were red flags. I said yes when I should have said no. The client, you know, was it seemed one way, and then they were another way later. Like. I just feel like I haven't had like, I mean, knock on this cardboard box that my like (laughs) microphone is on, but I haven't had like a difficult or stressful client experience in a while. And like, it's just energizing. Yeah, I'm like, don't (laughs) ask that for yourself. Don't put that on the Knock on wood. Knock on wood. Um, And and, you know, next episode, I'm going to be like, guys, everything sucks. Yeah. Um, 
just like bask in where you are. I am basking, honestly. Like it just, it it feels really good. Talk and really about exciting, glowing. So. I feel like we both are glowing right now. We like, both had a glow up in 2020. We did. <laughs> honestly, I do feel like this quarter for both of us was just like really transformational. And yeah. if you listen back on like previous years, like last year, it's not like we were in a bad space. We're just, in, no. like, it's just, we've grown a lot and it's really cool to see. That's kind of why I love podcasting too. We get to like I listen know. back. Although it's I never like listen back. It's like an audio back, journal. But... I never listen back. I cringe. Guys, sometimes listeners like reach out and they're like, I started with season one episode and I'm like, girl, mm, no, it's just, it's bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like. I do this sometimes. I've done this recently because I'm trying to like up my reel game a little bit. But I looked mm-hmm. back on I've reels noticed. that I created like two years ago and I'm like, what was going on with my hair there? What was I trying to do? <laughs> like that's, I was not okay. No. <laughs> and it's so funny because like we're the only ones that like think that about ourselves. Like some people are like, I love season one. Like it was so informative. I'm like giving advice that I would like disagree with now, you know, but like right. I think people just enjoy getting to see like our journeys and everything. And like, you know, this episode, like, yes, like we are having just like a really great season of business, but like I want to like reiterate that even if you are not in a season like ours right now, like we've been there, like we've been there so many times and we'll, we'll be there again too. Like business is cyclical. It's, you know, it's seasonal. Like, like you said, next week will be different (laughs) next week. Next week, I'm going to be redoing my website (laughs) or, you know, I don't know. I don't have time for that, but like, (laughs) yeah, it's just, it's, it's interesting to like have this kind of greater perspective and, have things be good now, but look back and think like, wow, all of the uncertainty and all of the investments and the sacrifice and the long hours and the second guessing has actually paid off. So I think our hope for this episode for you guys is that it's inspiring that like, like Esther said, like you wanted what you have now three years ago. And like, there've been so many times that I feel like both of us were just like ready to quit and like not into it and not feeling it ready to like leave. I, and just I didn't throw talk the about this. <laughs> yeah. I didn't talk about this in my quarter one reflection, but there was like probably a whole week where I was like, I don't think I should do this anymore. I think that I need to go like, I literally was like, Jake, would you be okay if I took like three months off and didn't do anything? <laughs> Like, I love that. I was like, I need to take a break. <laughs> and then I don't know if I want to go to a corporate job or if I need to like do something else. But at the end of the day, I know that I know I love this job. And I know that I, it's not going anywhere for a while. It just, yeah, you have times where it's harder than others. And it's nice to look back at a quarter versus a month because a quarter gives you like a better view of how things have changed. Cause I would say like January was really good for me. February was terrible. And then March was pretty good. And then overall pretty good, pretty great. Yeah. I like that. It averages out. It evens out in the long run. Yeah. Well, lastly, before we wrap up this episode, I want to know if you have any specific goals for quarter two. Well, I have not sat down and like written them out. I feel like one thing that's been on my mind, I think over the past just couple of months and for this year in general is really to pull back on frivolous business spending. I talked about that in my Mm. financial episode. That's been a really big focus for me this year in general. I think for Q2, 
My books are closed, guys. I am currently booking <gasps> projects amazing. for August, which is like beginning of Q3. I put it in my inquiry responder as well. Like, and I had a client who inquired, was like, oh, well, I need this in a month. And I was so happy to refer him to someone else. I was like, okay, it's, wow. I don't have availability right now, you know? <laughs> so it's That's like, such wait. a good feeling. It's such a <laughs> it good is. feeling to know that like, you don't have to worry. That's how I felt at the beginning of last quarter was like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm booked out till April. And yeah. yeah, I love that for you. I'm so excited. That's not where I'm at right now, but that's okay. I booked through April. So I have one month. Yeah. And you also have like new stuff coming in too. And like, I feel like even if you do have like a little bit of a slower, I mean, not even that I'm speaking, then it would be kind of nice. No. <laughs> no, you know what? Actually, this kind of, this goes into my quarter two goals because I have some goals for this quarter that don't involve taking on new clients. I need a little bit of time. Yeah. I'm working on my template shop. And so, and I've actually, actually, actually started designing out. Um, I'm focusing, I don't know if I've talked about this in previous episodes because I did talk about the template shop, but I have decided I'm fully focusing on creating templates for nonprofits. And so... I need I need time to be able to do that. So I'm okay if I don't have any projects come in. And if I do, that's awesome because, you know, having bills paid is nice too. But I also know that sometimes business takes a little bit of time investment and money investment. And so if I don't have anything for May or um, June, which I still do have my client, but it'll just be one client, then I'll spend time doing that. And then my second goal was to launch my YouTube channel, which is an extension of the Cultivator newsletter, but in video format. You're going to be a YouTube star. Remember us when you're famous. But I don't know. (laughs) I've been like, I've been really into YouTube lately. I've been watching a lot of fitness, fitness stuff. Okay, Esther is on her like fitness grind and you look so good. Am I allowed to say that like on the podcast? Like you look oh, amazing. Oh, sure. I look fucking hot. <laughs> you do. I love it. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> you're you're going to get your pull up by the end of the summer. I know you are. <laughs> I'm going to get my pull No, it's before the summer. I want it. So that's oh, my Q2. The summer. That's my okay. Q2 personal goal, I guess. I but love I'm, that. I'm close to getting my pull up. And yeah, I've been really like digging into my wellness journey a lot lately. She's and, a like, wellness queen. I know what I'm putting into my body, what I'm putting on my body. And so yeah. that's my YouTube algorithm right now. I love fitness. it. I love it. But we're going to try and do some YouTube stuff for nonprofits and sustainable brands, just like marketing tips and things like that. If any of you guys have YouTube channels that you love that are in that realm, send them to me so I can do some competition research. Just kidding. Just so I can like... <laughs> so I can be better there. than them. <laughs> no, just kidding. I'm excited. I mean, I've never really done video content before. And so like I said about even digging into reels, that's been challenging, but like kind of fun. So yeah. I like your Q2 goals. I think they're awesome. My Q2 goals was like, I don't want to book any new projects, which is honestly kind of hard sometimes. That's actually a challenge for you because you like to take a lot. I know. Dylan the other day was like, because I was like, I'm so busy. Like I have so much going on. Like everything was fine. Like I knew I was going to get it done. But like, he was like, if you had, if you worked 24 seven and never ate, never went to the bathroom and never like, you know, didn't have to do mom stuff, never slept you would still feel busy and overwhelmed because you would just take on more. I was like, I know. Yeah, I so this is actually a, a good challenge for you for this quarter <laughs> to not 
take on any clients. You know, I feel yeah. like you should do a video recap at the end of the quarter to say like this month, this quarter, I challenged myself to not take on, I've been watching too many fitness challenge videos. <laughs> and they're like, I, I did abs every day for 30 days and here's what happened. So I'm like, I, you should do, I said no to clients every day for a whole quarter and here's what happened. I know. Well, hopefully people are okay with waiting. I actually just booked on a, a, a pretty hefty client for August and I kind of brought it up on the sales call and I was like, well, you know, I I am truly grateful for the clients that I have, which allows me to, you know, I am booking out a little bit further in advance. How does a start start date in August sound for you? Let me know if that's a deal breaker. So like, I feel like next time I should probably say, um, I have start dates available in August. Does that work? Like, you know, instead yeah, of like, like is be that, so... I, I was a little tentative, I feel like. But she was like, no, I mean, like, I have known that I wanted to work with you ever since I started following you on Instagram three years ago. And I was That's like... That's incredible. And I just, we just, uh, I sent her, she booked and paid, signed the contract. I sent her an email saying how excited I was to work with her. And she was like, you're worth the wait. Can't wait to get started. And I was like, I'm going to cry. Love that. Because like for so long, I was so worried that like, if I didn't give a client, like at least a start date within a month that they would just move on. And then I'd have to like hire someone and I just don't want to do that right now. And, you know, so hopefully if I have, I'll still have inquiry calls, but they have to be okay with with waiting until later, yeah. which I feel like is kind of a positioning thing. Anyways, there's just there's so much that goes into it. But yeah, I'll have to you guys are gonna hold me accountable now. I I tried to do this last fall, like for the holidays. I was like, I'm not I'm not gonna work at all in the month of December and I'm closing my books until 2023. And then I like booked on like three new clients. So I was like, why am I doing this to myself? Yeah. But they were all great, great opportunities and all that stuff. Well, so. I'm excited for you. I'm also excited to follow back up with you guys, with our listeners in yeah. at the end of quarter two, because we yeah. got to do this more often. I know. This is fun. I like, I enjoy this. Let yeah. us know on our Facebook group. Um, we love when you guys comment on our like little podcast like posts with like what you thought of the episode, like Jen Wagner's episode was getting a lot of love. Comment on our Instagram with your thoughts. Um, if you enjoyed, if you want more episodes and content like this, just casual, sit down, kind of like get ready with me, but I'm sitting in a closet right now and Esther already looks beautiful. So. <laughs> oh, stop. I literally did nothing today. I took a shower. Well, your, your, bang, your bangs are banging. They look great. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us for this episode and we'll Yay. see you next week. See you guys next time. Bye guys. Bye. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Subscribe wherever you're listening to make sure you don't miss an episode. And we'd be forever grateful if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. We bet you've got designer friends who'd enjoy it too, so share it with them. If you'd like to submit an inbox question for us to answer on air, or you want to get in contact with us directly, email us at inbox at betterbranddesigner.com. Our Facebook community is one of the most positive, supportive, and fun groups we've ever been a part of. We'd love for you to join us. Search for Better the Brand Designer Podcast on Facebook. If you love these conversations between designer friends and would like to support us, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash betterpodcast. And visit us online at betterbranddesigner.com to learn more about our podcast and snag major discounts on our favorite resources. Special thanks to our producer, John, from Wayfair Recording Co. See you guys again next week.